This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Our next world has been built. Robin Lumberg, how's it going? Well, they're chanting, um, your teammate punched you or Draymond punched you. Did you yeah, we'll get to that. We've been talking about it. And we're now on a little bit of a run of saying, hey, doing good. The Nets are, the Nets are playing well. About to start using the C word with the Nets. You know, I, I'm, I'm sticking with the Q word for now, quality. But I'm getting close to the C word and contenders. I'm excited to see if we can be contenders. I think I think uh, these next couple games. I think that's the the real test. We've I think made it pretty clear that we are not uh, you know the kind of team that's going to be overly competitive uh, playing against the lower echelon of the teams in uh, the Eastern Conference, which is you know the teams we have just absolutely ran through on this fairly extended winning run. It's not uh, you know the craziest undefeated winning streak anyone's ever seen. But it's been great, and obviously it's been against subpar teams, but now we get the test against the real teams. And I think I think if we can get through this test looking good, and I'm not even saying that means only wins, I think I think we can start to use the C word. The Bucks lost last night. We'll get to that. The Celtics lost last night, and they're on a three-game skid. We'll get to that. But let's talk about a few different things before we get into the game. Can I see what Colin Cowherd had to say? Known hater, Colin Cowherd, who asked you? We wanted the national media. We got it. Colin chimed in last night at 10.07 p.m. after he saw the Nets absolutely smoke the Warriors, who the national media loves. He says, can't believe people are buying into the Brooklyn Nets again. NBA fans like those cryptos bros. Burn them repeatedly. They just come back for more. Want to believe so badly. Hashtag... Bucks or Celtics win East. Colin, listen to me, bro. I got respect for you as a radio guy. I've followed you for years from ESPN to FS1. Your daughter is fine. She's a little baddie. All the players going to know her name in a couple years. <laughs> you need to do less, especially when it comes to proclamations, predictions around the Brooklyn Nets. It smells like you're hating. Quit hating. There's no need for this. Go ahead, Robin. It doesn't bother me, man. Like, you know, look, in fact, I I kind of embrace it a little bit. First of all, Colin is objectively good at his job, right? Like, we get it. He's great. And second of all, I understand why people would feel that way about the Nets. Like, I I do. Given the last however many years, you know, we we had scary. I had a scary hour shirt. That didn't work out very well. We sold a bunch of them. (laughs) You know, proclaiming championships before they happen and all that. So, I get why there's skepticism. 
And that's fine. I, I think that's actually healthy in a sense, because I, I think it's on the nets to prove people wrong. And if they prove people wrong, it'll be sweet because people don't like this team. I mean, that's, that's just the truth. I, I think from the, 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 the broad standpoint, the nets have become a meaningful franchise over the last however many years where you'll see their gear, you know, you'll see more nets gear in a random arena than you will Knicks gear in a random arena. You know, Nets world means something. So the, the Nets are now a relevant franchise. But you still have a bunch of people rooting against them and, and rooting for their failure. And that's not just Knicks fans, but, you know, people in the media, people who want to see the drama, as we've talked about a lot. In fact, I shared a, a text in my SI group chat earlier today, which was just a stat. Kevin Durant right now is averaging 30 points a game, and his true shooting percentage is, what is the number here? Uh, 67.2% which would be the highest true shooting percentage by a player to average 30 points in a season in NBA history. I just share that. And then, you know, I get a bunch of the other way because that's how people don't say anything good about them. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I, I do get it. I do understand it. It's probably why KD said we got to jump through all these hula hoops and stuff uh, or fi- flaming hula hoops in order to get recognition. By the way, KD shooting 56% on pull-up jump shots. You know, and Kyrie didn't play last night. They still put up 91 points in, in a half. So as long as the Nets are... 125 and three quarters. <laughs> as long as the Nets are playing well, taking care of business, and then get a couple of those signature marquee wins, which would be nice if it starts with the Bucks. then I, I don't care what anybody says. Oh, yeah, I mean, the net, it's the Nets' job to prove, prove people wrong, right? At this point, I mean... You know, we talked about this with Kyrie, you know, fool me once, fool me twice, fool me a third time, doesn't matter. The Nets are in the position to be the team that is going to continue to fool everybody. I I remember going back two seasons ago talking about, you know, oh, we've got scary hours. We're going to beat the Warriors regular season win total record. It's going to be. And the Nets, look, it's fair to say that they've underachieved during this era. And so I don't blame. And obviously, Con Cowher is doing it because. He has very specific motivations behind promoting his show, promoting his content. He has been a, a, a rage bait uh, merchant for all of his career. And like you guys said, he's very good at it. Uh, but to a certain extent, he's right. The Nets have the responsibility to prove people wrong. Kevin Durant has the responsibility to prove people wrong. But Robin, what I find interesting with what, what you shared about your, your group chat text is it's interesting because there's this connection between people conflating Kevin Durant's individual greatness and the Nets team's successes and failures. And to a certain extent, of course, they're linked. And to a certain extent, that link can be detrimental. We saw Kevin Durant request a trade. And one of the reasons why was because he was not interested in being, you know, the sole reason that the Nets are going to succeed or are going to fail. But what I think people are failing to notice is that we are in the midst of an older Kevin Durant, a Kevin Durant who continues to prove people wrong, who is just putting up ridiculous numbers. And it's getting shadowed, overshadowed, I think, by a lot of the younger superstars that are emerging in this league. And for some rightful reasons, they have. there's a lot of players in the league that are doing absolutely ridiculous things right now. But what can't be ignored is that Kevin Durant is having a historic season, an MVP caliber season. And regardless of what the Nets' future prospects are, regardless of even what they do this season in a championship contender or, or not standpoint, we are 
and we still have the privilege to witness gr- the greatness of Kevin Durant on a night in night out basis. And I think that's something to be proud of at the very least. That's one of the broad points I've been making Hudson is that, you know, all that transpired made me more appreciative that Kevin Durant plays for the team, but just, you know, to continue to speak on the season he's had, we know he can shoot the ball. We know he can score the ball. He's also, I believe the most effective pick and roll ball handler in the league when it comes to points per possession off of that. So he's orchestrating offense as well. He's doing about everything to as high a level as he's ever done, really, defensively as well. He's played very well defensively. So I I just want to make it clear that Kevin Durant, KD, you are getting your flowers here. We're not not holding back, not waiting until you can't smell them. Bask in it. Breathe deeply. The floral aroma is yours, at least from my perspective right now. Now, I know a lot of people that listen to Talking Nets probably also listen to KD's pod, the Etcetera's, and Eddie Gonzalez, who we have had on the pod, friend of mine, hosts that with Kevin Durant, and he goes right at him. Uh, a couple episodes ago, he's like, you're leading the league in turnovers. And I remember on Talking Nets talking about how KD said, hey, I get double teamed, I get trapped, I'm going to have turnovers, deal with it. And it's like, hey, bro, you can still clean it up. Um, also, he's got a lot of text. Alex, throw up the tweet from today with KD explaining his technical foul. So uh, shout out to uh, BKN, Brooklyn Nets 85 on Twitter. Nets Twitter is very familiar with uh, this logo and this account. And they've been getting responses consistently out of KD. I think this is the third I've seen this year. So BKN 85 writes, KD's text getting annoying. He's five away from getting suspended for each one. And then KD replied this morning and said, I want to say seven of my 10 texts have been for me talking, talking loud to the rest, talking too loud to the rest, not even using foul language. I'd scream, yo, that's a foul, and boom. Yeah, and I understand that because he's KD, right? So KD, they have to check KD because KD is KD. They can't let KD talk any kind of way on the court, even if he's not using profanity because they got to keep everybody else in check, keep everybody else locked in. Now, something I feel about with this, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving-led team in year three is that this is starting to look like what we want it to look like the whole time. I wish we never traded for James Harden. I wish that never happened. Uh, I was cool with Katie and Kyrie. I thought that was enough. Um, There's just one basketball. Remember we were having that conversation? There's only one basketball. How are they going to make it work? They, They ultimately didn't make it work. But what's happening right now is what... The outside world, not the Nets world, didn't want to see. What's happening right now is a team with the longest win streak in the NBA, seven in a row, a team that has won 11 out of their last 12, led by two guys that are villains. They're villains in the NBA. KD is forever hated for um, going leaving, to Warriors. Yeah, leaving OKC, going to the Warriors, and then leaving the Warriors and coming to Brooklyn. Um, no one was talking about a trade request. Last night, no one was talking about, hey, why don't the Warriors try and trade for KD last night? That was a conversation in the summer. And also with Kyrie, you know, I've defended Kyrie so much, it's exhausting. I saw this guy, Rick the Ruler, in one of our comments on the last video, Bulls fan. Like, we're attracting people from all over the NBA, not just Nets fans. 